0: Welcome to the Key Hire Small Business Podcast, your go-to resource for tackling challenges and empowering small business owners to scale successfully. Our mission is to help unlock your business's full potential. My name's Corey Harlock and I'll be your host. How does pricing affect your business levels? How, if you get it wrong, not does it affect business, but how much can it affect business? How much can it affect the growth of your business? That's what we're gonna talk about today. Welcome to season two, episode two of the Key Hire Small Business Podcast. Uh, Today, we're gonna talk about how to use uh, pricing as a growth lever, and we have an expert guest. Um, I like to give it awards on the podcast. Uh, Our guest today gets the most challenging name uh, we've ever had to pronounce. His name is Per Schofers. Uh, I believe he's Swedish, but it's Per, P-E-R. And is a thought leader in everything uh, pricing. He's, he speaks uh, around a lot. He, he's an um, expert on podcasts. So much so that he's actually re- he's ranked number 41 of the top 50 thought leaders in sales by Thinker's 360 organization. If that's not enough, he's also uh, been ranked a top thought leader that makes a difference in 2023 by Inc. Magazine. Now, if that's not uh, credible, I don't know what is. So today we're going to talk about pricing because I know small business owners out there were always wondering, am I maximizing my pricing? Am I winning on price? Do I want to win on price? All of those good things. So let's get to it. Let's bring Per in. Hey, Per, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. Thank you very much. And what a great introduction.
0: Hey, you're. Uh, thank you. Um, we, I like to give out these, uh, silly accolades and, and you get the most challenging name for sure. <laughs> sure you have heard it before though.
1: I know that's, um, you know, when, when somebody came up with this, um, um, with this moniker, the price Whisper. I said, oh, that's great. Now I can have something that people can actually pronounce and, and can spell to and can Google and get it right and all that good stuff, you know, so.
0: And the one thing I did forget to talk about is uh, you do have a book and we're going to promote that at the yeah. end but if everyone out there listening is wants to learn more, uh, they'll be able to kind of get uh, buy your wisdom in paperback or hardcover form yep.
1: or or Kindle
0: there you go perfect yep. so per let's jump into it um, when we talk about pricing and we talk about using it as a growth lever, give us kind of the overarching um, meaning behind that? What, what is it? How, how do we use pricing as a growth lever?
1: Well, first of all, <clears throat> we need to realize that pricing is not a number, right? Pricing is really a business strategy, and that's where the growth comes from. And, and what, I'm, what I mean with that is that when we price correctly um, in, in all companies, right, um our profitability will increase now what do you do with those profits well you may put it in your own pocket of course but if you're if you're a more savvy business person um, you feed it back into the company and you um, use it to to drive more market development more marketing um, more product development maybe if you develop products more service definitions and um, Expanding to new territories, acquiring new customers, um, even provide the resource in a company to hire the best people that are often more expensive, right? That's so.
0: That's I do, so I get that. Yeah, I, I, I know what that is. So when we talk about using it as a price lever, do,
1: a growth lever,
0: or a growth lever, how do we? dial in and and find that balance what what are I, I guess it depends on the product if some people want to be the two for one pizza the, the 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 cheapest and the fastest but you know the the old triangle right i don't know if you believe in it but you can have it fast you can have it cheaper you can have quality uh, if they want to be cheap and fast then the quality will suffer if you want don't want to win on price you want to win on quality so walk me through or In your experience
1: well that that triangle is absolutely true i mean you you the the but but and and you know if you if you ask ceos about it they will say yeah that's absolutely true and 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 then then they go out and they um they instruct their companies to sell on price right and and then they get surprised, you know, when, oh, we can't deliver quality. Well, what you, I mean, even in, in, in my, <laughs> and, and then you start, um, many companies start to, to be so cognizant of, of um, because they want to sell on low price. They think that low price is the only answer, which of course is not, um, which is, I mean, think about this, the most valuable company in the world, do they sell low price?
0: Yeah, I guess if you looked at the top three most valuable companies in the world, none of them are selling on price really, are they? No,
1: exactly. They they're selling on brand value, unique customer experience, consistency, um, and 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 high price. Right? And, and 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 then you have you know the vast majority of companies saying that low price is the only thing. And and what they what they what they forget is that, and I'll just step back a little a second. The the the, the um, there's 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 an academic field called behavioral economics, and and um, the methodology that we develop and the process we developed <clears throat> is based on that um, academic research. And and we make it practical, right? Um, and but one of the things that has been found in this academic research is that um, our our decision making to make a purchase, and I'm talking that we're standing on the shoulders of a bunch of Nobel Prize winners, right? Um, the the, the it, it, what that economic academic research have shown is that. When we make our purchase decisions, when the audience to this podcast have customers to make their purchase decision, they're all different variables that that take place. And 81% of buyers say that they buy the best value, not the cheapest price.
0: And there's a difference there, value and price. There's a huge chasm between those two words.
1: The, absolutely, and 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 where does value come from? Well, it comes from the hardest, you know, sort of hard stuff, which is uh, the product features and functions. It comes from or the service features and functions. Um, it, it 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 comes from um, the the, the um, uh, uh, how the brand value or whatever you, you know the, of, of, of what the seller has. Um, the the way that um, the uh, the company goes to market, their their selling strategy and so forth, but it also comes from a whole slew of soft stuff, right? Um, so so things like how how is maybe prior experience with the company and 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 its competitors. Um, it comes from what what advertising did you see last, right? That influences how we make decisions. A
0: recency bias,
1: yeah, and 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 a whole slew of other things, you know. So so there's always a balance, right? And I mean, there's nothing wrong to have a, a pricing strategy based on um, on low price, but it's not the same. And this is what our feet uh, see so many times, where you have these companies. We talk, go back to that triangle again. They say we want to be. Um, the 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 quality high price leader, and then they go out and charge very low prices, or the
0: salespeople do it so they can hit a quota and get their that's
1: right, and then they can't deliver quality.
0: Correct. Yeah. I mean,
1: do um, I'm sure that um, many of us remember when, um, um, JCPenney, right? JCPenney. Uh, bought over the 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 um, um the retail she i do build um um the, the retail um uh, chief of apple right and what he did was that he he applied the same strategies um at jc penny as he did at apple right so here we have jc penny uh, price-sensitive customers uh, thrive on on promotions, um, commodity products, um, and 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 so forth. And then you have Apple, which is expensive products, unique customer experience, never discounting, and so forth. And then he applied all that onto onto JCPenney. Right? He was there for about a year and a half, a little bit more. And he, he he almost killed the company, right? Because uh, suddenly, when when you apply um, Apple's um, pricing strategy and go-to-market strategy to to the J.C. Penny crowd of, of 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 customers, it just doesn't work, right? So so I- during that year and a half and a bit, um, they lost half their revenue, roughly. And, 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 um, and well, so then they, you know, the board fired him and, and they started a slow climb back to, but they never got into profitability. And, and obviously they filed for bankruptcy two years ago.
0: Right. So we are, we're talking to uh, small business owners, five to $25 million. And I, in my experience, pricing is always something we're talking about yes what what are the mistakes that uh, a business owner the common mistakes a business owner might make when they're setting up their pricing they're putting their go-to-market strategy or even alternately they want to change their pricing strategy but as you said they they kind of establish a cadence with their clients And now we want to take a little more price or change our pricing. What are the mistakes that a business owner might make when they, they look to do something like that?
1: Most, um, you know, I speak to a lot of CEOs and, and um, when we, when, when that particular question comes up, um, it's always, I look at my competitor and want to price the same. Right. And, and there's a couple of really, really big issues with this. First off, if your competitor has pricing online yeah you can see what they're pricing right Um, but you don't know what discounts they're making you don't know what special deals they're making you don't know what bundles they're making for those etc so those are you and you don't know if let's say you go to that competitor's website and you click away and then you come back 15 minutes later and then maybe there's other prices right maybe um maybe there are different prices for different geographic areas right so you still don't know right now um and then um if you want to price the same as your competitor then you have accepted that your product is a commodity and commodity products are sold on price alone so if you had um, Meaningful differentiators, um, w- which I hope any company have in their in their product. If you have meaningful differentiators, you decided to ignore them and leave money on the table. Now, so how, uh, how, so hold, on, you... hold on, hold on, hold on. Just one more thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, if 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 your competitor doesn't have pricing on their website. How are you going to find out? You can't. You can guess, but then that's a guess, right? Right. No, I'm sorry.
0: Well, I was wanted to get examples of a meaningful differentiator.
1: Um let's say. Um we um a meaningful differentiator is that um uh, uh, the, the, um, I'll give you two examples, right? Uh, one is a B2B example. And, um, it's a, it's a company that we recently, uh, uh helped and they're selling a, um, a, a B2B service. They're about, um, I think they're about 12 million they're about So not a very big company. Um, and, um, they, they found out that a, a, a differentiator in their particular case is how you buy their product or the service, I should say, right? And, and they had come out to the market. They had developed their, their product. They have an excellent product um, or excellent service. And, um, but it was, it was sold on a one-to-one basis. One of their clients says, "Oh, I need that. Th- I need this particular service, and I need it now, right?" And so you you bought it and you paid for it and you used it once.
0: So kind of on demand.
1: Oh yeah, on demand. You can say um, their differentiator, which was important for eighty percent of the market, was that you bought this on an annual subscription, and you used as many as you wanted for this subscription, <laughs> right? Okay. So this this company had grown to, again, 12 million or thereabouts by serving 20% of the addressable market, right? Right. And, and in particular, those who wanted to buy this piecemeal um, um, on demand were small companies without any budgets. Those right. who wanted to buy um, this as a subscription are large companies with very large budgets. Sure. <laughs> you know. So, so just how you go to market makes a difference, right? Okay. Um, and I'll give you another example. Um, this one, right? Looks like a, a normal sw- a smartwatch, right? Right. It's not, right? Um, this measures my blood glucose, right? Without any fingerprint pricking, right? It's out of China, I guess. It's 60 bucks. How much money is this company leaving on the market? Because they have an absolutely unique product. It works perfectly. And they are so interested in in selling at low price that they leave oodles of money on the table. Right? I'm a diabetic too, right? Type 2. And millions of people like me prick their fingers all the time. No fingerprint pricking and for sixty two bucks right this is crazy they ignore their differentiators
0: and so would a differentiator for them be that marketing message where we're not selling you a watch we're selling you a new life renewed yeah
1: we, we, we uh, a, a new life we we, we um, forget all about these um, these uh, strips you have to buy all the time forget the pain of the um, of 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 having to prick your finger all the time, um, uh, just put that watch on and, and click the button and uh, and you know,
0: right. How you much know? is that worth to someone?
1: How much is that worth to someone? Right. And I can tell you that for many diabetics, this I would sell this at five hundred bucks. Right.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: obviously they're probably making money on it at sixty not very much right but 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 it's also so when i saw the i saw an ad for this and i bought it and my first thinking was this is so cheap how can it possibly work
0: right interesting yeah
1: you know and 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 then i thought well it's only 60 bucks so if it doesn't work it's not the end of the day um and then i bought it and i found that it actually works
0: works perfectly yeah
1: and it works perfectly And, 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 but it's a, it's a unique differentiator. Right. Nobody's doing this. And, and they did that mistake that yes, we have a differentiator. Let's ignore it and price as low as we can. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of saying, all right, let's make some real money here. Let's put oodles of market um, dollars into market development develop uh, uh, a second or third generation that is even better, yada, 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 yada.
0: So I'm a I'm a, I'm a manufacturer. I'm a wholesaler distribution. I'm working in a heavy industry and I got I to gotta have a good product. What are some things as I walk through my facility or I'm talking to my clients that I should be look, listening for, I should be asking about, I should be looking for that would help me understand uh, how to differentiate my product
1: well uh, the, 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 there is a there is a potential product uh, process you can use right okay and 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 that process is that for for any company um, you you go out and you find at least twenty five prospects potential prospects i should say right those are not your current prospects they are not your current customers they are certainly not friends and family these are completely new people that could potentially be customers eventually right and and um again you'll find at least 25 of those and and in the 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 the, the, then you ask them two questions right Um, The first is, really is, now, Mr. Prospect, when you understand how different we are, understand our differentiators, um, what is a price that is so low you don't really think that um, what we offer them, what we offer you, is going to be good enough? A price that is so low you decide not to buy it because you just don't think it's going to be good enough, right? That we over-promise and will underdeliver. deliver Okay. And then you follow up with, <clears throat> and then let's, let's look at the flip side. Let's look at um, what is the price for this product or service that, that no matter how good it is, no matter how beneficial it is, um, that we um, under-promise and going to massively over-deliver, what is a price that is still so high you wouldn't buy it? Okay. And and then you take the. Then you take the 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 average of this these two questions, and suddenly you have the range of prices where you should be. Now it's very important that your the people that you then understand is what that they understand these differentiators.
0: And they have to understand the product and the market a little bit too. They have to be buying. Yes. More- Products or sure, you, like similar services.
1: Exactly, they they have to be qualified. Right, right. Um, and and how do you find twenty five of those? Well, if you can't find twenty five of those, you have probably bigger problems. Right.
0: <laughs> <Exactly>. No prospects.
1: <laughs> yeah. So so um, so and and then you can compare those this this this, this range of of, of of prices, if you like with what you think the market is, is, is paying for comparable products, right?
0: So how does that work against, you know, selling on uh, net margin or gross margin or something like that, right? Understanding here's how much it takes us to produce our product mm-hmm. and here's how much we want to make on our products. When you do it that way, it's kind of a, a back-to-front uh, mathematical equation right it costs us x to build we want to make x plus when we sell it therefore this is our selling price
1: yeah that's a, that's a proven method of leaving money on the table
0: it is right.
1: yeah and and um, because the cost of a product or a service have nothing to do with the value you deliver right okay um, and 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 the the and there's a funny thing as well, when you think about it, the, 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 um, companies do and should always concern their, um, with their, 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 their cost, of course, because you don't want to sell below the cost. Right. Um, and, um, and the, 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 um, but imagine that you, um, you lower your cost and you have a, a cost plus margin, Right. So think about this very simple experiment here. Say, say that your cost is 50 bucks, right? Right. You double that, so your price is going to be 100 bucks. Sure. Yeah. Um, then you're lucky enough, so for some reason, you can lower your cost to 40 bucks. Then you double that, so your price is 80. Right. right? You have now lowered your dollar margin with 20%. Instead right. of making fifty bucks for every product, you're am making forty bucks for every product, right? right? Yeah, you have just shot yourself in the foot.
0: Yeah, because you want to. We want to give our savings to our clients, right, and to our customers. No, 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 you
1: should. You should. You should deliver value and charge for it.
0: Right, I agree with you, but that's kind of the thinking of the owners. Is well, if we de- if we let our our savings flow through, it'll help our It'll help our business
1: it and, and 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 most of the time it doesn't now then then you also have to think and we we talked about this as as, as a example of 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 manufacturing companies and so forth and that is that um, the 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 cost of making a product is kind of almost the same or very similar in the industry whatever that industry is so if you manage to lower your cost and lower your price, and your competitors is also probably going to be able to lower the cost in the same way. But if they are not lowering the price, in that example I give, suddenly they get 20 bucks more for every product to develop their market, to develop more product, to hire better people and so forth.
0: So, so that leads that makes me think of a question. So in your experience, if me as the business owner, I find a way to save money and say we want to give our savings to our client, which is some people just think that way. And I'm not saying it's the right. Yeah. you or not your competitor takes the same uh, savings, but doesn't lower their price. In your experience, does that lead the potential clients out there to think differently about the company that has lowered their prices? It, it, maybe they think, "Well, maybe they're struggling because they've really lowered their prices." That's right. Or this other company; these guys haven't lowered their prices. So, what's why have they lowered their prices? So, your intent okay. is to drive goodwill and more business by look at we're trying to do the right thing for you. But in in essence, you might not. Be taking less money off the table but you might be hurting your sales that's right have you expe- is that something you've seen or experienced
1: well it's hard to say because i'm, I'm not really a buyer of industrial products well, we you know. Um, with you. but um but but what, what what we have seen through through all these um client engagements that that we've done is that there is a definite Definite understanding among um, among buyers that that <clears throat> price and quality and benefit is related, right? Okay. And and um, and this is actually something that was discovered in the in the very early 1900s. So this is not old. This is not new stuff, right? And and there was there, there was a guy called Torsten Weiblen um who uh, did some he was one of the leading intellectuals at the time and um and he 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 did some um um research into um the selling of office supplies so it's b2b right
0: and it's commodity, it's it's a pencils a pencil uh yeah
1: correct correct and and he found um that Those who went uh, out to to the market with too low prices didn't get as much business as those who went to market with higher prices. And those with higher prices could also support their clients better. They had guarantees that actually worked and so forth, right?
0: That's that's interesting. And you made me think when you, you, especially we talk about our small business owners and they usually deal in smaller markets, more niche markets. And if you start playing with your pricing without a strategy, people talk in the industry, mm-hmm. right? Well, why have their prices gone up? What are they doing differently? Mm-hmm. Uh, why did they drop their prices? So understanding, and oftentimes they've raised their prices because they've realized their sales team, as I referred to earlier, might be trying to win on price and not paying attention to the margins the profitability of the company. And so they're paying bonuses to salespeople that are selling products at low margin or a loss, right? To hit numbers. Yeah. And it's curious to know there's got to be, you can't just go out one day and say, by the way, our prices, we're not going to, we're not discounting anymore and everyone pays full price because you think that unless you have the right strategy or way to explain it or you can explain why you're doing that and what's different about your product that could be a detrimental thing to do for your business as well.
1: This is, uh, what you're touching on is something that is very important because um, when, um, when you look at how sales training is typically uh, organized, it is all about taking somebody through the funnel, right? Right. Yeah. (laughs) It is not about how do you deliver the value proposition? It is not, how do you defend prices? Right. And, And I mean, we we also talked about mistakes and I, 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 I speak to sometimes I speak to CEOs who say things like, Oh, we'll send out our salespeople and they get the best price they can. But salespeople, they discount as crazy because they think that's the easiest way to get the business. Correct. And, and that, but there are companies out there that, um, that don't discount. Correct. I mean, they don't. Yeah. Right. Here's here here's our product or service. It have all these benefits and differentiators, and this is the price. That's it.
0: I have a D- I have a Dyson in the closet.
1: <laughs>
0: you never get a Dyson on sale.
1: No, exactly. You also don't get an Apple on sale.
0: Correct. Yeah.
1: You know, and and um, and and. Uh, and and Dyson is quite interesting if you if you read his book um, which is fascinating actually Um, I mean he he took that strategy that he had high price high quality uniqueness and um, when he 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 couldn't sell it in in the UK where he's from and he had to go to market in Japan because those were the that was the only market where people were willing to pay for his differentiators Right. And, and so he was successful in Japan. And then, you know, five years later or whatever, when he had a lot of money, right. He went back into his home market, the UK. And through lots of advertising in only three years, he became the highest selling vacuum cleaner in the UK. Ah. You know, why? Because he had, he had a high-priced market in Japan that gave him the 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 resource to develop his home market.
0: Right. Well, it's it's, it's interesting because pricing works as I'm learning uh, on lots of different levels. There's your initial pricing. There's uh, looking at the delivery of the product and maybe wanting to tweak it. Looking at your the competition. I mean, there's there's a lot of it. I mean, and I I think some small business owners might even be guilty of just saying, I think we need to raise our price by 10%. And that, that's the market research. Yeah, right? And so it's, it's a huge topic to cover uh, in a 30 minute conversation. But yes. if I were, if I'm a small business owner out there and I'm thinking, man, I got to do better at pricing and other than calling you or grabbing your book, what are the first one or two steps that you would recommend a business owner take to kind of assess their current stra- pricing strategy and start using it uh, as a growth lever versus a way to get sales?
1: You know, the first thing you you, you can do that almost every company can do um, is to categorize the product offering. Almost every company has some products or services that are unique, and some products or services that are commodity, and some products or services that are somewhere in between. Right. So, so, so once you have categorized those, right, call them A, B, and C, or one, two, and three, or you know, green, yellow, and blue, whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. No. Um, those products or services that are unique increase the prices stop all discounting why because they are unique <laughs> because they deliver a, a unique value to your 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 customer and you should not discount that value right for those products or services that are complete commodities it's 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 all about how can we a commodity is is i mean what is a commodity a commodity is a, a product or service that is identical to everything else you know, right and um, and where the low price wins think about how much money do the 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 the, the gas companies spend in 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 uh, advertising trying to convince you that their supplement is better than the next guy's supplement, right? Right. Um, that's because they wanna charge you 10 cents more per gallon, right? So, because it's a commodity, right? Um, and, and so commodity products work on cost because low price is gonna win, right? And then those products or services that are in the, in the middle, sort of in between, can you make them unique? So they fit into that unique category where you don't discount, you increase prices, and you just drive profits to your company. All right? This is, somebody, this is something that every, almost every business owner can do.
0: Hey, it's Corey. And if you like what you're hearing, give this episode a thumbs up and subscribe or follow to get reminders of new episodes of the Key Hire Small Business Podcast right? Yeah. And I, I, what I'm also understanding is that's step one, but then once you understand you're going to stop discounting, there needs to be some, some training or information or way to frame this, to be able to go back to your clients and say, Hey, right.
1: Yeah. The, 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 this is interesting. I, I have a, uh, I have a lot of things, a lot of documents one of my sort of best sellers, if you like, is a guide I wrote about how to increase prices. Okay, and it's all really all about communication. Um, a well, it's about two things. First, you want to know price elasticity in the market, and you want to know where something called price walls are and stuff like that. But once that is um, done, so to speak, um, it's all about communication, and. It is about communicating to the, the customer community that you are now raising prices because you are adding value, right? right. Um, not and
0: because it, I that I have to.
1: Yeah, exactly. And not, not we are raising prices because we can. That's not a good message. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but then there's also need to be communication internally. Especially salespeople, they get grind down. Yeah. They hear day in and day out that you're too expensive. Your competition is better and cheaper, and everything you know. And so they get they need to they need to be uh, trained to understand the value, customer value that they deliver to their clients. And they need to be trained on how do you defend that price increase. And, and when all this works as it should. Uh, then the price increase becomes a way of reminding the customers of the unique value you bring.
0: That's smart. I like that. You know? That's, I think that's so, a great spot to end it. Okay. <laughs> message, because I know a lot of small business owners are like, that's it. We'll just raise our prices. Go out there, guys, and here, you know, sales team. Uh, but with this, this, um, being able to communicate the value of the product, I think, is is key. Yep. Her, I could talk to you for all day, uh, but I know you're busy and you have stuff to do. So now here's where we put Matt to the test. Her, tell us, show us your book. Tell us where we can buy it. And tell us where, if anyone out there listening wants to get in touch with you, how they can do that.
1: Um, the, the best, because I got this weird name, you know, the best way is to yeah. just Google um, the Price Whisper. You're gonna get maybe about a million hits, okay. Um, and um, there, there's a, there's a lot of um, articles I have written. Um, uh, I write on Forbes regularly, um, uh, and and um, I got an active LinkedIn page and and so forth. So um, that's really the best way of finding me. And and uh, I I always love to talk to CEOs, you know, um, and and um, even if I, even if I, um, you know, even if it's just me giving some advice like I'm doing here, it's always something that I, that I that I appreciate to do.
0: Great. So if they want to engage with you or kind of reach out, you're saying LinkedIn would be the best way to do that.
1: LinkedIn is a great place to, yeah,
0: yeah. And you have a website too, right?
1: Yeah, that's my last name, but that's you know, it's chauffeurs.com. Chauffeurs. Chauffeurs.com. Yeah. Got
0: All right, Per. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate your time today. Uh, I think people got some great value out of of your message and uh, super happy that you made time to to be on the podcast.
1: All right. Thank you so much and great talking to you.
0: Thank you, Per. There it is. Uh, Understanding a little more about pricing. It's complex and I know Key Hire, I struggled with pricing. I still do. I know a lot of my clients, pricing is always something, you know, how do we get sales up? And so maybe it's not just knocking on more doors. Maybe it's adjusting and understanding your differentiators, your value, and going into the market with a different strategy and being able to communicate what that is. I know a lot of my clients, have. I mean, I, I love working with them because they have such cool businesses and great products and, and they, they do have differentiators, whether it's customer service, whether it's best in class, whatever it is. And there's, there's always work to be done when it comes to pricing and affecting your profitability and growth of the company. And ultimately, that's unleashing the, uh, the potential of your company is the key goal here and being able to do that responsibly with the right people, with the right products, with the right pricing, and having the balance to be able to go home and have dinner with your family and take a long weekend away. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. We appreciate your support. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you could take a moment to leave us a review. And don't forget to subscribe or follow to stay up to date with all the latest episodes as they're released. Discover how Key Hire supports small business owners with talent planning and acquisition by exploring our YouTube channel or LinkedIn page. For comprehensive information, visit our website at www.keyhire.solution where you can also sign up for a complimentary consultation to discuss any talent, experience, or capacity problems that keep you awake at night. Until next time, stop grinding and start growing.